standing in front of Flinders Street Station here by the stairs. We're all talking now about another work that you can't see. This is a project going back to 2012 uh, and was the inspiration of the test sites program from the City of Melbourne. It's called Contemporary Site Investigations, uh, which was by an artist collective by the same name, which included Campbell Drake, Robbie Rollins, Cameron Robbins, Elizabeth Drake, James Carey and Jeremy Taylor. CSI was initiated by artists. They negotiated access to Flinders Street Station and sought funding from City of Melbourne's Public Art Commission's program at the time. So this is a shift away from the city driving a project to artists driving and initiating and enabling a project for themselves with the city enabling and in supporting the process. The works were developed in situ over a month in 2012 in the off-limit spaces of Flinders Street Station, which had been closed since 1985. This was the first occupancy of these hidden spaces in more than 20 years. At the same time, the state government was also running a competition for the Flinders Street Station. And running in parallel to that, Open House was also in the fray in considering opening up the spaces as well. So this was a point where artists were given an opportunity to engage with this site. What was innovative here was the artists in the city investing in a process where the final art outcomes were unknown. If we look up to the clock tower, we would have seen Metronomic by Cameron Robbins. This was a, a, a both a light and sound work that explored the clock. While Cameron's light project from the clock tower could have been seen, you might have heard Campbell and Elizabeth Drake's work Durational, which was Steve Reich's piano phase across the platforms of Flinders Street, coming live as an audio cross from the ballroom. While most of these works were internalised and unseen and experienced, it was how these works were made public through the adoption of an artist-produced publication that became quite influential in thinking about future temporary public art programs for the city. And this was inspired by Campbell Drake's past and present, Under the Clocks. This was a historical reconstruction of a photograph featuring a 1950s paperboy and the broadsheet newspaper featuring the works developed during the residency were distributed to commuters as they were heading home. So an artist project expanded out to inspire and shift a city policy and the way artists might work within the city grid. Test sites supported artists to test ideas within Melbourne's public realm, turning the city into their studio. So five years later, from CSI being at Flinders Street Station, Nyoka Bunderheath tested her test sites project, Epidermis, exploring the intergenerational impact of the stolen generations through dance and choreography. This went on to be presented as part of Varianabal, a one-day takeover of the city as part of Yirrimboy, Melbourne's first Nations Festival in 2017. Do you think that artists would be still able to initiate something like that without going through the test sites program? I think considering projects like the Artists Committee, I think there's obviously examples. What's interesting thinking about both CSI and the Artists Committee is the power of the artist cooperative as a group of artists coming together and supporting each other to then produce independent works. This is a critical part of the creative ecology of our city, is to ensure that artists have the space, that the regulatory controls of our public space can enable artists to initiate new projects. Um, obviously, funding is really critical as part of that conversation, but it also 
I mean, testing an idea in the public realm shouldn't require the paternalistic authority of the city to say yes or no.